I don't know if you guys know who Praz um, Michel is, but Praz was is or was a rapper part of the Fugees. He's still a rapper, and he ended up getting in a kind of a pickle with a Malaysian <laughs> with a Malaysian uh, crook investor guy. Him and Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, there's a bunch of celebrities that were partying with this guy. And it turns out that Praz was funneling money from foreign interests, just Joe Lowe, he's Malaysian, uh, and basically stolen money into the Obama campaign, which is super fucking illegal. It's like felony charges. So Praz is actually facing up to 20 years in prison. Like, this is serious shit. And what's interesting is, is that no one's really talking. I mean, CBS is talking about it, I guess. But I haven't seen it, like, in headlines or anything. I don't know if you guys have heard it. But, like, I, I heard it on TikTok a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago. And I was like, holy shit. And, like, Leonardo DiCaprio is involved. And he's testifying against Praz. And he's testifying against this Jalo character. It's very dramatic. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So let's watch just sort of whatever this video is, and then we'll kind of dig deeper into it. We'll see. Uh, I read the AI article that we read, so we'll read from the AI article, and maybe we'll have uh, AI read it to us too because um, I suck at reading, and we could sort of stop and go as we uh, we choose. So let's sort of go through this video real quick. What, what's going on, bitch? Why aren't you? The 1990s hip-hop star is accused of helping a Malaysian businessman gain political influence in the U.S. in exchange for millions of dollars. Closing arguments wrapped last week with lawyers for Michelle arguing that he was unaware that he was acting illegally. I didn't know. Senior reporter Matthew Campbell joins us now from Singapore with more uh, on this case against Michelle. Being unaware, as we already know, is not the strongest defense. Not at um, all. Because an illegal action is an illegal action. Um, you also co-wrote an invest. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry, but this lady looks like Pennywise. Like I'm just seeing Penny. I'm getting Pennywise vibes. Maybe I just see Pennywise and everything. I was just about to give the rest of your. Um, you co-wrote an investigative piece looking into this case called the Fuji, the Fugitive, and the FBI. Great head, great title. All right, so let's talk about Thank this you. case. Remind us how Michelle even got involved in this situation. This is a truly stranger than fiction story, and there are really two buckets of charges, one to do with illegal, uh, allegedly illegal election donations to the Obama campaign, and the other to do with what the government says is illegal lobbying during the Trump administration. They both stem from... Yeah, and he's also was lobbying on Trump, too. So it's a very interesting story. Like, this is very, it's crazy. Across Michelle's relationship with Joe Lowe. Uh, this Malaysian financier who, who has himself been accused of orchestrating a gigantic fraud. So there are uh, these these two sets of charges which are very different. What they have in common is uh, this friendship that Pras had with Joe Lowe, who was kind of a socialite, had lots of celebrity friends around the world, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kim Kardashian. Pras was one of those, and, and he's landed in very hot water. Yeah, so what it seems like- Yeah, even like with Kim Kardashian, she's like, she's been noted as like walking away with trash bags full of cash, just working with Joe Lowe. So 
I mean, Kim Kardashian, I, take the cash and go, I guess. And it's, I don't even know how, like, you just, uh, I think some cat, like, I don't even know how being rich works. Like, how does that even work? Like, how does cash and, I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's like, do you just take some cash for the day? Like, are you always using, like, the business card? I don't, I don't know how it works. I would be terrible managing my own money if I had a lot. Thankfully, I don't got shit. To me, is that there's, you know, he's accused of. There's a situation where it seems like he was paying for access to politicians, but then later on, maybe paying to kind of tip the scales of justice or whatever because he was being investigated, if I got it correct. What is the jury? That's right. The, the, okay, sorry, go ahead. The, the real meat of these charges have to do with alleged illegal lobbying uh, on behalf of Joe Lowe, this Malaysian financier. Uh, both to get the DOJ uh, to stop investigating him and also to do with uh, repatriating a critic of the Chinese government who Joe Lowe uh, wanted sent back. It's a really complex it is. case. So that that's a great point that it's really complex. It says accused of pursuing a back channel with U.S. government officials to persuade them to abandon a federal fraud investigation into Lowe uh, take... Joe's business dealings. Wow. Plex, what is the jury going to have to actually decide on? Well, from a legal perspective, certainly according to the, to the Department of Justice, which is prosecuting this case, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, did Pras Michel violate uh, U.S. election laws on uh, foreign donations by allegedly funneling donations from Joe Lowe to the Obama campaign in 2012? And did he violate uh, what's called FARA, the, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, by engaging in unregistered lobbying on, on behalf of Joe Lowe and on behalf of also allegedly the Chinese government? So that's what the jury Oops. is going to be asked. To Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so wait, are, you mean to tell me that Chinese money was involved with getting President Obama Elected? What? What the fuck? Okay, never mind. What? So, um, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's crazy. That's super illegal. And that's, you know, that's foreign, influ foreign influence on a federal campaign and the, and the highest seat in the land so that is wild wild uh I, I love the fugees i'm a fan i like lauren hill i love uh uh god damn it what's his name uh what's wyclef i mean my god wyclef had some bangers classics man classics to consider today there are 11 charges in total of course, uh, these are you know serious federal uh, charges. So even if uh, Michelle's convicted on one or two or three, that could still be a substantial prison sentence. So he wasn't the only one involved in this case. What's the status of the other people? That's right. There were uh, several others. Uh, there have been uh, several criminal prosecutions. Uh, one of the people who has pleaded guilty uh, to a single count in this case is Elliot Broidy, a Republican financier. Uh, who's rather well-known, actually. He, he ended up uh, being pardoned by President Trump uh, in uh, January 2021, so he never went to jail. 
there was uh, Nikki Lum Davis, another person involved with this. She's a, a businesswoman from Hawaii, also pleaded guilty. She received a two-year sentence. And then God there's uh, Praz's own uh, legal advisor, a guy called George Higginbotham, who has also pleaded guilty but has not yet been sentenced. If, if he is going to do any time, that will be determined at the conclusion of this trial for Pras, uh, in which George testified. Wow. Um, it's just, it, I mean, these are serious accusations or allegations. We'll see how the court case unfolds. Matthew Campbell, thank you. Matthew Campbell, thank well, you. It's an to have you all three. Yeah, shut up, Joe Byron. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's going down. And then there's this whole thing with, with Leonardo DiCaprio, who's, who's just shit-talking, too. Uh, let's check out this video. This is a really good video. So this is talking about how Leo's involved too. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is definitely trying to save his own ass here, which is pretty fun. So let's get into it. Bombshell news is Sorry, Leonardo guys. DiCaprio essentially testified against Hollywood in what is the biggest social and political corruption case that we have ever seen. It's going on right now. Right now DiCaprio now. dropped bombshell after bombshell too, talking about hundreds of millions of dollars that ended up in Hollywood's hands and how the star power that that bought was ultimately used to pump money into the political system tens of millions of dollars so this is what Ca Ca DiCaprio said it was a casual conversation about what party he was in support of I told him what party I was in support of DiCaprio said and he told me that he and he is he or he and a group were going to make a significant contribution to the Democratic Party. He said nothing. The donation was around 20 or $30 million. I said, wow, that's a lot of money. By the way, all of it very illegal. And make no mistake, Leonardo DiCaprio's testimony here has real consequences, as in may put pros from the Fugees, you know, one of their founding members, in federal prison for decades from what he's saying. Now, you and I, we are going to talk about some of those bombshells that Leonardo DiCaprio dropped in the courtroom today. And this, it really is Hollywood on trial. Yep. Let's read this thing. Kardashian heard Lowe, Aziz, and McFarland talking about trying to get into film production on several occasions. Kardashian heard rumors from the other celebrities about how Lowe would give lavish gifts to celebrities such as Jamie Foxx, who's currently in the hospital right now. They believe he had a stroke. Receiving a car from Lowe, funding the Wolf of Wall Street for Leonardo DiCaprio, jewelry for Miranda Kerr, I don't know who that is, and also give celebrities cash or chips for after gambling. In May 2014, when Kardashian told West that Lowe wanted to get them a basquat, basquite, is that how you say it? He's a famous painter, I know that painting. Weston Kardashian texts Lowe and say, and say that they don't like basquite. Squat, best squat, I think that's how you say it. And instead wanted a Monet. <laughs> Wes was like, nah, get a Monet. Uh, Wes wanted Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, wait, wait. Uh, Wes wanted Kardashian to text that to Lowe to mess with Lowe because both Kardashian and Wes found Lowe to be very fickle when giving gifts and never expected to actually receive a painting from Lowe. 
People like Kim Kardashian named in this. I mean, she walked away with millions, including $250,000 in a trash bag, a white Lamborghini, and more. Kanye West, he got Kane as well. You also had Jamie Foxx. Usher was named. I mean, this, the names go on and on and on. I mean, it's crazy. All was stolen money, by the way. Was stolen money that he stole. It, it, it somehow, I, I don't understand that part. But he stole like almost $5 billion from some fund. And we'll get into that. Um, and this is the Malaysian investor, Joe Lowe, or Crook, I should say. Uh, and he was also funneling China's money, Chinese money as well. So there's all there's so much shady shit that's going on here. Crazy times, huh? Crazy times indeed. All right. So hey there to all you fine folks on this fine day, by the way. I hope you are doing excellently. So Leonardo DiCaprio enters a federal courtroom April 3rd, 2023, and starts dropping bombshell after bombshell for about an hour. Uh, and so this article he's putting pieces of article throughout the throughout the video so the article says DiCaprio testifying for almost an hour on Monday said he thought Lowe was a successful businessman who had been making global investments and that's it somewhat common to receive foreign gifts uh, guess who has two thumbs and is off work Nader Tater let's go All right. Now, Leonardo DiCaprio is testifying against Praz, one of the found. He's straight up snitching out Praz, which is awesome. Big members of the Fugees. Like I said, he may go away for decades because of this. He is probably going to face jail time for sure. And the reason, in my opinion, that Leonardo DiCaprio is testifying for the government yeah. is because he didn't want to face charges as well. I mean, the FBI. They pulled him in back in 2018 because of all of this. It wasn't just the FBI talking to him either. You had the IRS, the assistant U.S. attorney for the Central District of California, plus trial attorneys for the DOJ for money laundering and asset recovery sections. Now, Leonardo DiCaprio testifies basically about everything the FBI, they grilled him on. He has also apparently testified about this stuff to a grand jury. We don't get to see see that testimony, but he testified as part of that as well. But what he's talking about here is his introduction into this, how he gets involved with the players and this fiasco in the first place, because this is a case involving $4.5 billion. That's right billion with a B dollars that ends up putting a prime minister in Malaysia behind bars ends up putting Goldman Sachs players. They end up having one of them put behind bars plus Whoa. several other social and political players. So so there's another article here. We'll read through it. How low can you go? <laughs> I don't know. But that's amazing. According to prosecutors, Lowe and DiCaprio were introduced by the stepson of former Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak, who is the one who got jailed, in, involved with this corruption, uh, who was charged in Malaysia in connection with that one MDB corruption scandal, which we'll go into that. Um, don't test my limbo skills. <laughs> 
On Monday, uh, DiCaprio told juries about attending Lowe's birthday party in Las Vegas around 2010, which was their first introduction. DiCaprio said he understood Lowe to be sort of a prodigy in the business world, ultra successful. DiCaprio also said he met Michelle in the 90s, that's Praz, and had attended a Fuji's concert. DiCaprio said that it was possible Michelle attended a Thanksgiving meal at his home, but that memory does not serve. Oh, very convenient. Uh, When DiCaprio was asked to identify Michelle in the courtroom, Michelle leaned back waved at the actor. Lowe and DiCaprio's relationship was purely social at the beginning. DiCaprio testified recounting a multitude of lavish parties around the world, several of which Michelle also allegedly attended. In one instant, DiCaprio said that Lowe flew several celebrities to Australia for New Year's Eve and then flew them back to Las Vegas in time to celebrate the New Year again. Imagine having that kind of baller money where you can afford a private jet across the world and then fly back in time to fly to Australia across the world uh, to the land of down under catch the fucking New Year's and then fly back to America and Las Vegas to do it all over again what the fuck (laughs) that's baller stolen baller money uh, when DiCaprio was asked, about, okay, we already said that. Uh, did you make it back in time to celebrate uh, again in Las Vegas? Michelle's defense attorney, David Keener, Kenner, asked. It depends on how you look at it, DiCaprio responded. The courtroom erupted in laughter. I don't know what's funny about that. DiCaprio says, at the first time, you know, when I get involved, I meet a guy named Lowe. Now, Lowe... In- Listen, Naders. The world is flat. That's how they got back to Las Vegas in time to to celebrate New Year's again. <sighs> Am I real? Ends up. I don't know. Are you? If everything is just a social construct of gender, sexuality, if race. I, I saw this funny. Oh my god! We might have to take a break for a second. I saw this funny video where this dude—he um, decided to be a biker, like to be a bike. Okay, hold on. Let's just look this up. He was a trans bicyclist. Trans bicyclist. See if this comes up. Okay, check this out. Live my truth, just be me. And when racist. Completely unrelated. But now that you mention it, the craziest thing happened. I started winning races. Can you believe it? Things were looking up. I was finally me, the real me, and separately, coincidentally, happening at the exact same time, I'm a gold medal athlete. <laughs> I'd never seen a bicyclist like Norm. Tremendous focus, deeply motivated. And his bike had a 200 horsepower engine that could go from zero to 60 in three seconds. I remember I interviewed Norm around this time. He's a megastar, not only winning trophies left and right, but also a, a how, huge inspiration. Look how small his trophy was. <laughs> it's like this tiny little kid trophy. <laughs> I think this is the Babylon B, so no wonder it's funny. Huge inspiration to the trans vehicle community. And I, and I said, Norm, when did you know? you were actually a bicyclist. And you know what he said? He said, I was looking at a bicycle and I thought, my motorcycle's faster than that. And that's when I knew who I was. But the thought and the realization just happened to be at the same time, a total coincidence. Call me a bicyclist. 
Oh, yeah. Don Lamont and Tucker Carlson were fired today from uh, Fox and um, and Fox and CNN, which just is hilarious. I, I think both of them are twats. So to me, I, I find I find Don Lamont a little bit more of a twat than Tucker Carlson, only because Tucker Carlson can do news sometimes. But. I just can't stand his face. Tucker Carlson, his face is in his stupid... Like, all I can see is that stupid bow tie from when he was on Crossfire. Fucking douchebag. Uh, but whatever. Uh, you know, he's doing his thing. He was like, go. But, sorry, I, I'm, I'm starting to get off topic here. Valo! What's up, baby? We're just talking about uh, some shit over here. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you being here. Uh, I gotta find where I was. Okay, so let's continue this video. Um, and we're talking about how Leonardo DiCaprio was snitching on Praz, uh, who is a founding member of the Fugees, because Praz is facing 20 years in prison for accepting foreign donations from a Malaysian fucking basically crook and funneling it into the Obama campaign and then apparently into the Trump campaign. So, uh, oh, nice. Chilling for a few. Let's go. All right. So we're going to get back to this video. I just wanted to show you guys that Babylon B video. It was just so funny to me. So Nader's, I don't know if you're real. I don't know what's real anymore. You could be a bike. You could be a, a fairy. You could be a, I wonder if someone has claimed the gender of, let's see, uh, matrix gender. Can we say matrix gender? Because I believe I am a construct of AI and my real body is being mined for energy to run the, the AI system that rules our life. So I am matrix gender. And you can call me Tricks for for short. Matrix Tricks, that's it. Call me Tricks. So it would be Tricks Mike. Tricks. Tricks EP. So everyone call me Tricks for now on. If you call me a he him, I will be suing you. Like you can do in Canada, because that's coming to America soon. Valo, I gotta say, give it up for to Trudeau for making, uh, for making calling someone out their gender a a crime. All I know, four twenty got me three hundred fifty milligrams, articles, eight joints, and dabs. As far as the eye can see, I was stoned for three days. God damn! <laughs> oh my god, that sounds amazing. Um, I had, I had 400 milligrams of edibles and a half ounce of some high grade, uh, you're not real. <laughs> you still can't figure it out. You're still fucked up from 420. That's your problem. I didn't get high on 420 actually, or did I? I think I was getting, I think I did get high on 420, but no, I, I I'm a bike. Yeah, that's right. Naders, you're a bike. Um, yeah, fuck Trudeau. Yeah, fuck him. Fucking weirdo. WF Stooge. Um, I, I, I saw he's taking your guns away. Man, Canada is getting wild right now. Wild. It's wild. Wild. 
and so welcome bike or cycle. Your pronouns are bike or cyclist natives, but I identify as a unicycle because I'm because <laughs> I'm not too tired. <laughs> Oh, shit, you're still high, natives. You're still high. <laughs> oh, Lord. There you go. So we're going to call you uni or, or unicycle. That's your pronouns now. <sighs> That's really good. That was a really good joke. I'm going to have to say... I'm going to have to... Hold on. Let me copy that and paste that in my docs. All right. We'll come right back to this. I'm going to send this into a, my song about incontinence. I'll just throw that in there. In It's Muni Mountain Unicycle. Oh, Muni. Okay. So Muni, do not call natives he, him. He will sue you in Canada and send you to jail in Canada. All right. Let's do this. So we're going to get back to the story before we start we'll save that for the next story because the next story is is uh is, is pretty good it's pretty good being a chinese quote-unquote dissident aka a chinese spy that's what you're gonna find out but hold on hold on oh, in plus several other social and political players so dicaprio says at the first time you know when i get involved i meet a guy named lo now lo ends up being a Chinese quote-unquote dissident, a.k.a. a Chinese spy. That's what you're going to find out. But I didn't realize that he was a Chinese spy. <laughs> That's news to me, actually. I thought I knew this story pretty well. I didn't realize. I just thought he was funneling money from China somehow in that weird one MDB corruption scandal. So, uh, yeah. So we're talking about a fucking Chinese spy who is funneling Millions of dollars into the Obama campaign and the Trump campaign. So, goddamn the man. But uh, DiCaprio meets him back in 2010 at a birthday party in Las Vegas. DiCaprio says at that time he didn't know a lot about this person and thought that they were, quote unquote, sort of a prodigy in the business world and ultra successful. That's where Proz comes in, too, because Proz helps make and solidify this connection. Now, as far as Proz goes, you have DiCaprio meeting Proz in the 1990s. He attended a Fuji's concert, and DiCaprio also says that maybe he attended a Thanksgiving meal at DiCaprio's home, but, he but can't remember. that memory does not serve. Now, DiCaprio was asked also to identify Proz in the courtroom, and DiCaprio had a visible impact on the jury in the courtroom. I mean, people were covering their mouths. They were in shock that this guy, you know, he was here and he was testifying. So, you have Pross play this off. He ends up leaning back and he ends up waving to the actor, saying, you know, it's it. Um, yeah, Eric Sawwell and, and, uh, and his 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 uh, Chinese Spice pr uh, uh, prostitute uh, lover. What about Feinstein? What about the Feinstein lady? Was she a senator? I think she's a senator. Something Feinstein. She her chauffeur for eighteen years was a Chinese spy. <laughs> it's tight. It's tight. It, it does seem like. I mean, I would say the Democrats seem like they're corrupt with Chinese money, but it's the it's the it's the Republicans too. It's it's just 
it, the way that they have those these super packs laid out is they basically get to what's that called when you funnel money, uh, but it's dirty money and you're cleaning it. What is that called? Laundering money. They're basically laundering foreign donations. Uh, they're basically laundering, you know, billions of dollars. It, 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 and uh, is it laundering? Is that what they're doing? I'm not sure, but it's definitely a way for them to accept unlimited amounts of money um, that makes it almost impossible for people to trace back to where the money actually came from. And that's what super PACs are, right? Is that right? Am I right about that? Let's see what... Uh Let's put the dark side of super packs. Ten years of super packs show where we're, we're on. Started with funneling money through laundry businesses. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Let's read a little bit of this. <clears throat> this seems like it's stupid. Uh, Congress is on the brink of passing the biggest stimulus bill. The last time there was legislation like this, super PACs didn't exist. Today, the campaign finance regulation system is in far worse shape, and wealthy donors can use their influence to try to obtain big payouts from the government. Meanwhile, the influence of the unlimited big money has already been affected the 2020 election. The evidence is everywhere from one donor spending nearly $15 million through a super PAC backing one primary candidate uh, to the presidential contenders arguing at a debate about accepting money from wealthy supporters through super PACs. Yes, because if you donate more than $200, you have to um, write your name down and you have to like declare where that money came from. And that's why you see a lot of these politicians asking for like $15, $25 is because you don't have to attach your name to it. And I believe with super PACs, you, it's how they can sort of cover up how much money it is and who it's coming from by funneling it into some super PAC where the candidate says they have no access to that money and they can't use that money. But it's there and it's being used by, I don't know, his campaign manager. I don't, I don't know fucking who's using that money, but it's not using it. Let's start on Shell Company. <laughs> that's, how the rich, that's how the rich stay rich, though. <clears throat> Is that what basically super PACs are? Um, <clears throat> the law limits the amount of one individual, okay, amount one individual can donate directly to a campaign in part because of fears that that type of transaction could lead to corruption. No, not in our country, not in America. God damn it. That's ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, but wealthy donors are still able to exert immense influence over our political process, thanks in part to federal appeals court decision 10 years ago this month that was based on the Supreme Court's Citizens United ruling. And I believe that's where they, is that where they're also giving, making businesses, corporations, people that can be people now? The world is designed so the rich stay rich. Thank you, Velo. <sighs> That is very true. That is very true. 
Uh, in Speech Now versus Federal Election Commission, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals required the FEC to, uh, and that's the Federal Elections Committee, uh, to allow organizations to register as independent expenditure-only committees, a status that lets groups raise unlimited money for donors. Millionaires, billionaires, and corporations skirt individual limits by donating to these groups, which we now know as super PACs. The groups, which are often staffed by former employees of the candidates, throw their money and resources behind candidates or political causes favored by the wealthy donors. The process drowns out the voice. Excuse me. The process drowns out the voices of regular voters, giving the super rich a level of access and influence over. Oh, to influence, to and influence. What the fuck? It gives. Okay. Starting that again, the process drowns out voices of regular voters, giving the super rich a level of access to and influence over the political process that's impossible for the vast majority of Americans to obtain. Examples abound over the last decade. The most recent high-profile one was uh, Lev Parnes and Igor Fruman, two Ukrainian businessmen who used large contributions to a pro-Trump super pack to get FaceTime with the president. They took the opportunity to advocate for the ouster of the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yanovich, Yovanovich, Yovanovich, Marie Yovanovich, a move they viewed as benefiting their own interests and those of another Ukrainian government official. Now, this is 2020. This is three years ago. So this is well before the Ukraine and Russia war situation. Or there's a case of Jose Susumo Azano, whatever, a Mexican businessman interested in building a waterfront Waterfront development in San Diego. He was convicted in 2016 of funneling $500,000 in illegal foreign money into San Diego, into a San Diego mayoral race to gain support for the project, using a shell company and a super PAC to disguise the foreign source of much of the funds. So are you guys getting an idea of what's going on here? You can basically put unlimited amounts of money, unlimited amounts of influence to do to you know get FaceTime or get favors. I mean, someone gives you a fucking million dollars, you're gonna take their phone call. <laughs> you know? If somebody was like if 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 Mighty Mighty gave Valo Infinity a million dollars and Mighty Mighty was like, I, you can have this money, but you're gonna have to accept my phone calls and listen to me bitch about things. He's going to be like, okay, give me your fucking money and I'll listen to you. I'll take your fucking, your phone calls and influence. So it's just how this whole, uh, this whole system is, it works and it's deeply corrupt. And obviously we've all heard the, 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 the whole idea of money out of politics they, with super PACs, they've taken money out of, po- they've taken money in politics and, and put steroids in it. And so, you know, sort of coming back to the original story here of of of, of Praz donating millions of dollars of foreign influence money to President Obama's campaign. 
which involves stolen corrupt money coming directly from a Chinese spy. Like 20 to 30 million dollars. Now, Obama did end up raising, I believe he ended up raising about a billion dollars for his first and second race, or maybe it was the second one. Um, and you got to think, how many millions of dollars was that coming from foreign interests, Wall Street, pharmaceutical companies, fucking you know, the prison industrial complex, all these different donors who want what they want go, going through. And it looks like they're going to hang a lot of this on fucking the Fugees, the Praz, Prazy, Prazwell. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn, Praz. So Praz is facing some serious fucking time because he was the conduit between, you know, Obama and fucking this Chinese spy. So we'll move on. Wild shit. And the fact that I haven't seen this anywhere, really, I mean, CBS talked about it, but notice they didn't really mention much about Obama, but they did mention Trump. Um, you know, they're not, they're trying to keep, you know, the uh, everything. It's just really weird, you know, the things that the media picks and chooses. Eventually, hey, nice to see you. So Lowe and DiCaprio's relationship, along with Prize, this is developed over. Just Joanne, welcome in. Just Joanne, welcome in. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Time. They say at first it was purely social. That's what DiCaprio testifies to, recounting a multitude of lavish parties around the world, several of which Prize also allegedly attended. In one instance, DiCaprio... Uh, well, he is reading directly off of CNN, which I don't trust, but uh, you do have tons of different alternative media. Uh, you have lots of mainstream media kind of covering this. Um, I mean, there's tons of articles. This guy is pretty reliable. I, I, the Umbrella guy, I, I, I like this guy. Um, but uh, yeah, he's basically just reading off of these news articles. So it's really, you know, I don't know, from different sources. He's not just pulling from CNN. He's pulling from a lot of different sources, which he's been putting up as he's going. Uh, but, yeah, I've read uh, several different accounts from the uh, – I've read a few, actually, a few articles from different sources. So, I mean, I don't know what's true anymore, but it does seem like – I mean, it, it's true that there is a trial that just ended today – well, not ended, but the, the the case was rest, and now the jury is going into deliberation where they're going to find out how long of a prison sentence Praz from the Fuji, Fuji's is going to prison. That's happening right now. Like, they're deliberating right this second in Washington, D.C. So that is something you can go look up right now. This whole case, Leonardo DiCaprio did uh, definitely go and testify against Praz of the Fuji's, um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's de- I, and which is a good question, just Joanne. That, that's a really good question because I feel like that's the question we always need to be asking every time we come across some news that's weird or doesn't sit right. We should always be saying, is this true? Where is this sources coming from? Who is, you know, who is putting this information out? It's the, it's like the best thing that we can be doing right now if we're paying attention at all to what's going on around us politically, socially, and all that stuff because it, it, it's very true. 
we don't know what's real. It's like I, I have to go and find, I get a lot of my news from independent uh, news sources because when you look at like CNN or MSNBC or the New York Times, even Fox News, you know, like all these fucking mainstream media outlets, they are all just mouthpieces for our government and who is in our government are just mouthpieces for corporate interests. So I just, it's hard to take anything seriously that comes from these sources. So I do usually go to independent news sources that aren't funded by Pfizer or, you know, you know, funded by, uh, who have political, uh, political, uh, candidates that they favor, right? Because it's very obvious that Fox News is going to favor, you know, Trump or DeSantis, and then you're going to have CNN and MSNBC who's like, you know, loves Joe Biden and, and doesn't care about Hunter Biden and him and his laptop, you know, they, they still are calling it Russian misinformation, which is crazy, even though we have mainstream outlets like the New York Times who love the Bidens and love the Democrats that are, are admitting that it's a real thing, you still have them denying it or, or, or just acting like it doesn't exist. And that's wild. That's wild to me. And, 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 and you know, again, I'm not a fan of Trump, but if it was Trump whose son had a laptop where he's smoking crack, you know, having... Uh, tryst, random tryst with prostitutes, uh, allegedly, maybe, probably diddling children, um, you know, t- emails talking about foreign money going directly to the big guy. You know, if this was Trump, it would be a different story. But since they love Biden, and again, I'm not a fan of Trump. I think Trump is terrible, but I definitely don't like Joe Biden definitely don't i am so disenchanted with both sides of the aisle they're all twats the real question is uh is it considered drinking and driving if your hands are off the steering wheel jesus take the wheel sorry i need to lurk feed the cat do your thing just joanne thank you for coming through thank you for the lurk i appreciate you and give that cat a nice little pet for me um jesus take the wheel well if you have a do you have a, a self-driving car nators because if you have a self-driving car, that's not drinking and driving. That's drinking and riding, baby. Let's go. Okay. Uh, okay. Back to Rio said that Lowe flew several celebrities to Australia from New Year's Eve, then flew them back to Las Vegas in time to celebrate for the New Year's again. He was asked by the defense attorney, did you make it back in time to celebrate? To which DiCaprio responds, yeah, it depends on how you look at it. To which the courtroom laughs. And that can actually be a good thing depending on how things play out because a laughing courtroom is not a hanging courtroom, although... There's some real problems for pros in this. You can tell that this is in in Washington, D.C. Or, or the East Coast or the West Coast because people are still wearing their mask. <laughs> for example, there's the discussion about political corruption. And this Uh-oh. one is a big one. Why? Well, about 2012, so about two years into the relationship between Lowe And DiCaprio, DiCaprio has a conversation about the ongoing presidential election. Quote, this is from DiCaprio. It was a casual conversation about what party he was in support of. I told him what party I was in support of, and he told me that he 
or that he and a group was going to make a significant contribution to the Democratic Party, saying this was around 20 to $30 million. I said, wow, that's a lot of money, DiCaprio said. Now, prosecutors are saying that Lowe and Proz, they were making connections in the political realm using Hollywood stardom, including Leonardo DiCaprio, to make donations through a series of straw donors. So, you know, that that is very very illegal. Now, low as part. Um, let's just look up what straw donors are, just so we're all on the same page. Because I remember reading about it, but I don't remember who. I don't remember. I, I know it's some, okay. Uh, a straw donor is a person who illegally uses another person's money to make political contributions in their own name, and that's sort of how they are laundering the money, right? So they're cleaning the money for foreign interests. Uh, Lowe goes to Praz and says, hey, I want to donate $30 million to Obama, but I, you know, like, let's do it through multiple people so it doesn't look like, so there's no attention being uh, put on us, which we were just finding that... Praz's defense is like, I didn't know that it was illegal. I didn't know. What is it? Ignorance is no excuse for the law. Is that is that the saying? I think that's the phrase. Um, so you can't make a contribution in someone's name in the United States. Especially 20 to 30 million freaking dollars of Chinese money. So... Interesting. Part of the relationship here eventually offers to fund a movie for DiCaprio. That's what DiCaprio testifies to. DiCaprio's lawyers, a production company, and a third party, they all conduct background checks into Lowe and his finances, and they give DiCaprio the green light to make the deal. Now, prosecutors allege, I think this is something here, this is a bombshell when you think about it, that Lowe laundered money from WinNDB through a Los Angeles-based movie production, Red Granite Pictures. Red Granite Pictures allegedly used some of the laundered money to fund movies, including DiCaprio's 2013 The Wolf of Wall Street. DiCaprio even thanks Lowe by name while accepting the Golden Globe for the role in the move. <laughs> he goes ahead and thanks Low. That's interesting. He, he thanks him. Ooh. Oh, corruption. That's because Lowe ends up coughing up $100 million for a movie that ends up being ultra successful, by the way, but Hollywood didn't want to touch it. And don't you find it fascinating that a movie that is about corruption was funded by corruption of the biggest type? That is very ironic and hilarious. I love it very much. Now, Lowe also ends up giving money to DiCaprio's Environmental Foundation. You have him meeting up with a prime minister. In fact, through part of this, he ends up meeting that prime minister two times. And DiCaprio says, yeah, you know, we're trying to make good on all of this. We're trying to make restitution. And that, yeah, that's a theme throughout Hollywood. 
And this is ultimately why Hollywood is on trial, because they love that money. They don't want to ask a lot of questions about where it come from and why people like Kim Kardashian walk away with $250,000 in a trash bag, another $100,000 from that setting, another $100,000 more, plus hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars more in wedding gifts. She got a white Lamborghini with Kanye West. They ask for a Monet. Kanye West gets $1.2 million for a private performance, putting on a concert for seven people. Plus, again, I mean, if you look at names, you have people like uh, Jamie Foxx coming in, Usher. Like I said, a lot of people, they're used, they're stardom to open the doors in politics. <laughs> he does. <laughs> now I can, all I'm going to see is Ted Cruz narrating fucking this shit with his fucking face. <laughs> Both sides, by the way, are inherently corrupt in this. I don't want you to think it's a one-sided affair. It's a mess all around. But anyway, let me know what you think about this. Leonardo DiCaprio dropping bombshells because he doesn't want to go to prison, essentially. Man, oh, what a world. Anyway, links in the description. Check those out. Sub to the channel. I like this dude because he also puts his sources in the 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 the, the, the description too. So, you know, I've never subscribed subscribing to this dude. Um, okay, and so that sort of brings me to the articles. Now they keep mentioning the one MDB situation, and I kind of wanted to go through that. Um. Okay, so here's so this this is an article that I had uh, AI write for me, and and it's really good. It's a really good article. It's really accurate. So I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, but so let's kind of go into so so again. Proz is facing up to 20 years in prison for each count of conspiracy and witness. So here we go. The trial is expect, except, ex, expected to conclude this week, today, uh, and we'll have a verdict probably in the next couple days. If not today, uh, Michelle faces up to 20 years in prison for each count of conspiracy and witness tampering, up to five years for each count of illegal campaign contributions, and up to 10 years for failing to register as a foreign agent. Let's go. All right. Uh, so, what is one MDB? And this is right here. I, is it, if the, I think this shit's too small to see. Let's make it a little bigger. So, what is one MDB? We'll go through here. One MDB is an abbreviation for the One Malaysia Development Bearhead. Bearhead, which means limited, uh, was originally nothing more than a Malaysian state fund set up in 2009 by then uh, Prime Minister Najib Razak, who was its chairman. The fund was supposed to promote development through foreign investments and partnerships. However, the fund soon became the subject of one of the biggest corruption scandals in the world. The U.S. Justice Department believes more than $4.5 billion was stolen from 1MDB by Lowe and his association between 2009 and 2012. The resulting scandal was or has been responsible for the toppling of Najib's government in 2018 and the arrest of Najib, his wife, uh, and several close associates. This was the Malaysian prime minister in 2018 
his ass went to prison because of this shit. I'm guessing that nobody's going to prison. Probably, maybe Proz will go to prison because why not just hang him to to dry? Uh, how was the money stolen? Uh, according to investigators, Lowe uses connections with Najib and other Malaysian officials to gain control over 1MDB's decision-making process. He then created a complex web of shell companies and offshore accounts to siphon off money from 1MDB under the guise of various investment deals and joint ventures. Some of the money was used to pay bribes and kip kickbacks to Malaysian and foreign officials who facilitated or overlooked the fraud. And then uh, how was this money spent? Uh, Leaked financial documents alleged that 1MDB was a hub of fraudulent activities from the onset. Vast sums were borrowed via government bonds and siphoned into bank accounts in Switzerland, Singapore, and the U.S. Some $731 million appeared in the personal bank account of Najib just ahead of the 2013 election and is alleged to have been used to pay off politicians, his credit card bill, and fund the lavish shopping habits of his wife. Najib denies the allegations and insists the money was donated by a Saudi prince because Saudi princes are just so generous. Uh, overseas, uh, it is alleged the money funded the ostentatious lifestyle of Lowe, who became known for hosting lavish star-studded parties and group vacation on his private jets to events like the World Cup in Brazil. Under Lowe's watch, it is alleged the fund bankrolled purchases including tens of billions of dollars worth of property in Beverly Hills and Manhattan, including an apartment once owned by Jay-Z and Beyonce, a $35 million private jet, a $260 million yacht, a three point $2 million Picasso given to Leonardo DiCaprio, $85 million in Las Vegas, gambling debts, a birthday party for Lowe where Jamie Foxx, Chris Brown, Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, and Pharrell Williams performed live, and Britney Spears jumped out of the cake, and $8 million in diamonds for Australian model Miranda Kerr. God damn. <laughs> that is... Some corruption. They call me Big Mike, king of the AI. I don't have to write because the computer's on my side. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) If you work on those songs, they could be something, by the way. Rain on the sea. (laughs) You got one melody. <clears throat> Tens of millions of dollars uh, were also allegedly went towards funding the film of Wolf of Wall Street, which we, which I think it was actually $100 million. Uh, how was the scandal uncovered? <clears throat> the alleged embezzlement of 1MDB money went unchallenged until 2015. That year, British journalist Claire Clark, Clary, Claire, Rue Castle Brown, who ran the website Sorrow Ronk uh, Report, was handed $227,000 leaked documents detailing the depth of fraud. The Wall Street Journal was given documents. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Booty time. The Malaysian anti cooperate. We're going to start that over. Uh, 
The Malaysian Anti-Corruption Agency, MACC, began investigating and was about to issue a warrant for Najib's arrest when Najib acted. He sacked his deputy prime minister and attorney general, who had been critical of him over 1MDB, and replaced them with loyalists. He also shut down several media outlets that had reported on the scandal. However, Najib's efforts to contain the scandal failed. The U.S., Switzerland, Singapore, and several other countries launched their own investigations into 1MDB and began seizing assets linked to the fund. In 2018, Najib lost power in a historic election that saw his coalition defeated by an opposition alliance led by his former mentor, um, I don't know how to say that, Mohammed, who had vowed to bring him to justice over 1MDB. Since then, Najib has been arrested and charged with dozens of courts, counts of corruption, abuse of power, and money laundering related to 1MDB. He's currently on trial for several cases, faces up to 20 years in prison. Oh, I thought he was already convicted. His wife, Rasma, uh, has been arrested and charged with money laundering and tax evasion. Uh, Riza Aziz has struck a deal with prosecutors to return some of the assets he acquired with 1MDB in exchange for dropping charges against him. So it's wild. This is wild, baby. What are implications of the scandal? Um, I think we, um, I mean, according to search for pros is still ongoing. Yeah. So I wonder if we have any word on the, the verdict. Let's see if we can break some news live. Nope. No verdict yet. It looks like. This is all from four days ago, though. Um, Today? Hmm. Should we ask Bing? Um... Let's see what it says. This is AI doing its work. According to web results, the verdict against Praz, a former member of the Fuji, has not been announced yet. He is a yeah, we know that. So it has not been announced yet. Thank you, Bing Chat. Which is AI is just gonna be our best friend for now on. Um, so yeah, there is a lot going on with this. We'll be following this story because i'm very interested to see what comes of this because again i'm a fan of the fujis the fujis are amazing um you know praz is a great hip-hop artist uh, but he obviously has some shit going on and i can't believe that his lawyer just settled on the the idea of we didn't know we didn't know we didn't know accepting millions of dollars and finding different donors to uh launder the money through was illegal. Sorry, guys. Honestly, nobody's probably going to jail. Probably the Joe, Joe Lowe, will probably go to prison. Praz will, might go to prison. Depends. 
the dude made up to what was it? It was like up to seventeen million dollars off of Joe Lowe too. Like he he did a he made a good amount of money off of doing this as well. Um, let me see what is Praz. Um, what is that called? Worth net worth twenty million dollars. So I mean he's not a he's not a poor man and I imagine a good amount of that money is not just from the music business but if you're in bed with Chinese spies well that's something else that's something else um let me see uh where is it is it here um Uh, let's see. What was all the mega prosecutors was to get? So here's another part that we didn't go. Uh, according to prosecutors, Lowe also wanted to gain access and influence the U.S. political system to do so. He allegedly enlisted Michelle as his conduit and paid him more than $20 million in 2012 to funnel money to Barack Obama's reelection campaign. Michelle then allegedly used straw donors and conduits to make donations in the name in their names and conceal the true sources of the fund. Lowe's ultimate goal, prosecutors say, was to get a photo with Obama at a, a fundraising event. However, Michelle testified that Lowe was too hot for the Obama campaign and that he never got his desired picture. Michelle also, or Praz also claimed that he did not know that using straw donors was illegal and that he considered the money from Lowe as free money that he could spend as he wished. I just thought there was free money, bruh. Uh, Praz's, this is more on his defense. Praz's defense team argued that he was naive and trusting and trusting person who relied on the advice of his lawyers and accountants and was unaware of Lowe's criminal activities. They also portrayed him as a philanthropist and a humanitarian who used some of the money to support causes such as education, health care, and disaster relief in Haiti. However, prosecutors presented evidence that Michelle was well aware of Lowe's shady dealings and that he actively participated in his schemes. They showed emails, text messages, and bank records that revealed Michelle's communication with Lowe and his associates, his receipt and transfer of large sums of money, and his attempts to cover up his track. And now, who was Obama's right-hand man? <laughs> who was that? Who was that? Who? Gosh, I just don't even know. Was it Billery? <laughs> was it Dark Brandon? <laughs> Bo Jiden? Let's go, Pojai. I need to get a come on, man. I need to get one of those samples. I just come, come on, man. Uh, yeah, it's just man. It's just so much corruption going on. Um, the prosecutors also accused Michelle of trying to interfere with the investigation into Lowe by lobbying the Trump administration to drop the case against him. They alleged that Michelle hired the Republican fundraiser named Elliot Brody to use his connections with Trump officials uh, to influence the outcome of the case. Brody pleaded guilty last year of acting as an unregistered foreign agent for Lowe. The trial also featured testimony from several celebrities. Yeah, so we know that. Uh, Michelle out here playing with Lowe. 
with the loving housewife role and she's organizing gangsta shit in private. Oh wait, wrong Michelle. <laughs> yeah, no, this is prize. <laughs>